Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Thomas Welch. I'm Josh Hyman. And uh, we got a we got a fun one today, Josh. Oh yeah, we got sports, huh? Real sports. You kidding? That means something. You kidding? Real sports? Real sports. Did someone say real I guess sports? Basketball already started too. Real sports. It is opening day. For the MLB. Well. And the Cardinals. Well, yeah, technically every game yesterday. A couple games yesterday, but the majority of the games are today. The Cardinals go up against the Pittsburgh Pirates at 7-15, so we're going to give an outlook on that and our locked-on players of the game. Um, so we'll probably start off with that and then a little bit of Blues practice news at the end. So, Josh. Yeah. First of all, first of all. Yes, sir. I think it's safe to say with Jack Flaherty on the mound going up against the Pittsburgh Pirates that this should be – not a walk in the park for the Cardinals, but I I think it's 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 safe to say uh, that they're the favorites to win. So that being said, if you had to pick one player on the Cardinals roster for who you think will have the best game today, who would you pick and why? Yeah, so uh, I guess just to give a little bit of a, a little bit of a preface on on my my baseball takes, my baseball news. I've never been like a super diehard baseball fan, like in terms of like compared to like where I am with hockey, where like I know every player, every team, et cetera, et cetera. But like lately, um, these past few months, I've been you know getting into baseball a little bit more and more since it was the sport that I knew the least about, and um, since I wanted to kind of have a have a, have an outlook on on a, on a sport. Um, for the time being, I, I, I kind of read up on baseball during the quarantine while there were no sports because uh, it, it kind of gave me a little something to do with sports. So I've, I've, I don't really have like a favorite team right now. Uh, obviously, I'm a Red Sox fan, quote unquote, but they're going to win like 10 games this year. So Dang. whatever. I'm more I more look at myself as like a, I'm trying to appreciate every player on every team and just like see who's good and who's not. So I, I, I'm looking forward to being completely uh, – you know, like objective and, and, and just, and just, uh, watching, watching good baseball and not really having a stake in it. Because like I said, the Red Sox aren't really going to make a, make a push this year. So might as well just watch for the fun of it. That being said, um, I do think the Cardinals team is very exciting this year. I think Flaherty is one of, if not the best young pitcher in the league in terms of long-term ace potential. So, you know, it's going to be awesome seeing him pitch, seeing him, uh, start a, a shortened season. I think he can be uh, really dominant this year. Um, in terms of their lineup, I mean, the Cardinals have always kind of struggled with uh, offensive consistency, I guess. Um, I think it depends on if if they can get the get consistent big hits and 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 run producing situations, you know, like we saw in their in their first scrimmage, it ended in a zero zero tie. And if you have games where the offense is like that, you know, it's going to be a struggle. But I think it's a, a matter of some of the young guys uh, stepping up and taking that next step and, and and producing a little bit more. In terms of my locked on player of the game, that's tough. I mean. I feel like going with Flaherty's the obvious choice, but I still think I'm going to stick with that just because I think he's the the most consistently dominant player on the roster. And and who yeah, else like would that. you rather have, uh, you know, leading your team than than a dominant ace pitcher day one? And like you said, against a Pirates team which doesn't really have a very um, impactful offense or defense or anything like that. So definitely a chance for Flaherty to, Flaherty to establish himself, but also the offense to sort of get into the swing of things. 
Yeah, I think, I think, I don't know. I feel like even outside of St. Louis, maybe this is just like my hometown bias as well. But you think about the lineup construction and everything that's going on surrounding the Cardinals. I feel like it's just an interesting team to follow as well because you have like a crowded outfield, right? So you've got Tyler O'Neill, Harrison Bader, who probably one of the best defensive fielders in the game. Um, and you've got Dexter Fowler and Wright, who's had a couple of disappointing seasons. I think he'll be the first to admit that, trying to bounce back, um, live up to that big contract that the uh, Cardinals gave him. And then you also have Lane Thomas waiting in the wings, and then a phenom in Dylan Carlson, who's probably going to play after the first six games so that his first year they can manipulate his contract, which honestly I have mixed feelings about. But at the end of the day... It's good for us as fans, and it's good for the Cardinals franchise because it means he'll be like he'll be in the Cardinals jersey longer. Like, and that's if he leaves in free agency. But I, I don't know. It's just exciting. It's exciting to have like a prospect, especially as highly touted as Dylan Carlson, like waiting in the wings and like making waves as much as he has. Um, and then you also have guys like that are looking like for bounce back seasons, like Paul Goldschmidt last year. I think had. Uh, one of like not his worst because it wasn't bad in any regard, but like not as good as he usually does. Underwhelming, uh, yeah, under, underwhelming. That's a great word. Yes, um, underwhelming seasons. Um, so he'll be looking to bounce back with even better. Like, and he was one of the better hitters on the team last year. So he's going to be looking to bounce back even better this season. Matt Carpenter had a very underwhelming season last year. Um, and a very overwhelming um exhibition games and like spring training camp sort of thing. Um, so because of that, my locked on and because of his history against the Pittsburgh Pirates, my locked on player of the game is going to be Matt Carpenter because mm. I feel like during training camp, um, like he hits his best when he's taking the ball the opposite way, right? When he's trying to right. when he's trying to pull everything and take everybody yard and try to be a power hitter. Um, it's not that he can't be a power hitter. It's not that he's not capable of hitting home runs. We saw that hot stretch um, for a couple months there where people were talking about him being an MVP candidate now. But um, I think when he focuses on just taking the ball, like where it's pitched and plate discipline and all of that stuff, I think instead of like just trying to hit the ball out of the park every time. And I feel like we've seen that in this training camp of him just like taking the ball the other way and just going with the pitch. And I, that's why I feel like he's going to have a bounce back season. That's why I drafted him on my fantasy league. Ooh. And that's why I'm picking him for the locked on player. League. Oh yeah. Who do you, who do you pick with your first pick of that in that league? Dude, I, <laughs> you're, you're never going to guess who I got. I had the right. eighth pick overall. Just try okay. and guess who I got. Uh, well, give me a position at least. Uh, he's an outfielder. An outfielder. What and he team? was supposed. No, to I don't know what team, but what I need, I need some sort of. Um, he was supposed to be like he was ranked number one in a lot of rankings that I looked at, <laughs> and I got him at eight. <laughs> was it Mike Trout? <laughs> no, I do not have been Mike guess, Trout. Though. It was not Mike Trout. It was an a outfielder who was, it was Acuna. Ooh. Yes. So I get stolen bases and dingers. That's filthy. <laughs> At number eight. He's going to join that 40-40 club, hopefully. Acuna was like number one. That's crazy. Yeah. Just because of the stolen base. Like, Mike Trout's probably a better hitter, but he doesn't have nearly as many stolen bases, and you get points for that as well. So 
True. It's nuts though, dude. My team's stacked. I got Acuna and then I got I, I got Javi Baez. Okay. He was there and he was dropping and like uh like the position of the pick and like where his talent was at, like I couldn't not take him, so I was like, this is gross, but like fine, I guess. If I had to pick one guy on the Cubs, I guess that's like one of the better ones. But um I got Bo Bichette and Vladimir Guerrero, so that's Ooh. gonna be fun to watch. Did you see all um, the? I liked all the Boba Shet memes that were on Twitter the other day. Oh my god, those were so sick. I, the one that I did was um, Boba Shet uh, starts a rock band or something, and it was like all time low Bichette. Ooh, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, pretty those good. were sweet though. And then um, he made. I think the person that tweeted it was named like Jordan or something. I followed her for a little bit, and then like the MLB account did like a a spin off on it and like did like throw Bichette and all that stuff. So that was cool to watch. But he made like a because he made like a diving play or something ridiculous. But I think he's going to be a stud, and he's got the speed too, so he'll get he'll get you the stolen bases as well. Uh, I got Ryan Braun. Mixed feelings about that one. So that's not great. Um, and then I got uh, Ozzy Alves, uh, Josh Bell, Gary Sanchez. Ooh, Josh Bell is a good pick. Yeah. And I needed a first baseman. I was going to take Pete Alonzo and then the guy right before All me took him. Pete? Yeah, I was like, damn. I really wanted him. But yeah, and then I got Walker Bueller as my ace. So. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how it goes. If I get first place, I get 120 bucks. So that's pretty sweet. All right, let's take a let's take a short break, and then we will be right back with some more baseball talk, and we'll get into some some blues talk as well. All right, Tommy, you have the range for this episode. Where to next? All right, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. It's opening day, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like every opening day or around that time, like people always try to make like predictions far too early, but it's always nice to see like how they play out. So if you had to pick right now, who Mm. would be your choice for world series champion? Ooh, who would be my choice for us? I know you're still kind of, you're kind of dipping your toes in the pool of baseball. So, well, I think I know, I think I know enough to, okay. So, I mean, you have the, you have, even if it's like, uh, I'm going to take this team because they're, Team name's nasty. Like, okay, well, so you, ha- you have the obvious choices. You have the Dodgers and the Yankees, the two the two super teams. Um, yeah. I don't think the Dodgers can do it. I don't think they can get past the, the Dave Roberts uh, struggle. He, he, he's made some questionable decisions in, in his uh, – in, in, in big games, so I don't know. I, I think until that gets resolved, I don't think they can pull it off. Uh, the Yankees, they just strike out too much and also fuck the yep. Yankees, so they're not winning. Yeah, they're not Gary winning Sanchez the was over three with three strikeouts last night. Great for my team. In terms of who I think could pull it off and win a World Series, I think... Man, that's tough. I think the I think the the Braves are 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 looking to maybe make a have a, have a pretty good year. They got a lot of young talent. They do um, a lot of speed too. Um, yeah, a lot of speed. I mean, Washington always always a good team. Their their pitching staff is ridiculous. Back back. Yeah, their pitching staff is ridiculous. Um, hmm. I don't sleep on Tampa. I think Tampa is like my sleeper pick. Mm-hmm. 
my sleeper World Series pick. But I don't know if you put a gun to my head and and, and made the me pitching's pretty nasty. Yeah, I don't know who. I, I mean, I, it'd probably be like LA. I think if I had to just pick a boring pick, but my but my exciting sleeper pick is either Atlanta or Tampa. I like that. I like that. I like Atlanta as a sleeper pick as well, just because like in what you're talking about, like the young talent there, and I feel like I always like root for the young talent just because mm-hmm. it's like so much fun, like seeing guys that are like 20 year olds like enter the league and just like set it on fire. Yeah. Um. So that's cool, and that's why I got Bo Bichette and Vladimir Guerrero too, because I'm like I I'm gonna root for them anyways. So if they're on my fantasy team, I'm just like rooting twice as hard. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think. I think my safe pick would actually, I'm going to agree with you and say LA because I feel like their pitching is good enough. Their offense is stacked, especially with Mookie Betts now. Are you kidding me? I don't even say their They're pitching low. is just good enough. Their pitching, I mean, they don't have David Price. Yeah, but uh, Clayton yeah. Kershaw, obviously questionable in the playoffs, but yeah. still. And I don't think, uh, I don't know if he got hurt or what, but there's definitely some news with him. He's not going to be playing for a while. Maybe he opted out because of code. I'm not, I'm not sure. He might have got hurt. Um, but that's going to be a blow to them. But I feel like with last year getting knocked out by the Astros, watching the Astros win it all, and then, like, Finding I don't out. know. I feel like that's going to set a fire under them and be like, we were the rightful, like, World Series champions. And then they're going to go out there and prove it this year. Oh, yeah. Especially, I mean, that- dude, like, Cody Bellinger – Belly is insane. Dude, oh my god. Yeah, that, that team's ridiculous. I mean Bellinger, Betts, um, and then you even look at like the some of the supporting cast, Jock Peterson, Justin Turner. That team is filthy. Gavin Lux even making his debut if he uh you know, if he's as good as everyone predicts him to be, he's a good young talent that they that team is unfair. Yeah. Basically. So I think that would be my early pick as well, but yeah, the Braves would be sleeper. fun to watch. Yeah, Honestly, I wouldn't Braves. be surprised if everyone if everyone on the Cardinals has a bounce back year that's that had a down year last year. I wouldn't be surprised if they made it far and made a push for the World Series. But hmm. that's with uh, injuries and everything. And Carlos Martinez too. Honestly, don't sleep on him either. Look, if the Red Sox had any pitching whatsoever, they could make it a push. But they yeah. Don't. <laughs> They don't, I don't know. The, offense I think the biggest is question mark. I think the biggest question mark for the Cardinals is their closer. Yeah, uh, but the new guy they have, it looks like he had a pretty good outing. But I mean, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like solidified. I guess like they all they're always asking like who the closer is, and like they kind of take it by a game by game date basis, and no one's really like grabbed reins of the role yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. Um, it's definitely going to be interesting over a 60-game season, too, because we're going to see some totally bizarre stat lines, and we're going to see guys, you know, get hot for the right time and, and have great seasons, or the reverse, you know, guys slumping. and, and next That usually you know, do really well, right, yeah. Right, because, you know, when your season is only a, uh, a third of the length – that it normally is smaller and, sample size, yeah. right? And also the games are so condensed that like you're, it's definitely gonna change. Like who knows? We could have someone batting over four hundred or, or or a pitcher with a sub one ERA. Like there, there's there, this year is definitely open for a lot of statistical anomalies, um, but also chances yeah. for guys to heat up that normally wouldn't, you know. So it's gonna be exciting. Um, yeah, you know, ton of baseball over the next. It's like two, three months that they're 
fit yeah, doing this so entire hard. regular season. It's insane. It's going to be such a strange season, but I I still have hope and I still have faith that it's going to be a great one. But speaking of great ones, mm. um, Oscar Sunquist mm. at practice today took a spill into the boards and walked off the ice on his own accord. Um, but he didn't finish practice, I don't believe. Uh, and said from Luke Korak's tweet, it said like he hit his back going in, going in awkwardly, yeah. I guess. I yeah, I think that's what I saw too. Um, so hopefully he's okay. Um, I feel like quickly. he's always, always, yeah, he's always banged up. He's always like got a little something, yeah, except for that time that Tom Wilson like broke his entire face. That was one of the little, yeah, yeah, that was, I was, was at awesome. that game. Are you really? Have we, ever talk- have we ever talked about that? I don't yeah. think so. It was a preseason game. I was there. Um, in 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 DC where the Capitals play, and I was I was sitting. It happened in the in the Blues offensive zone, and I was sitting like right there. Like I was Damn. in line. Yeah. All of a sudden, I just saw. I just heard like a gasp, and I saw Sunquist kind of go flying through the air and in corkscrew. And of course, I'm in the I'm in the Capitals arena, so people around me were cheering, being like, "Yeah, what a hit! Yeah, yeah. Wilson! Yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, it was making me mad, but that was that was crazy to see. That was like a very surreal experience. First of all, because I was so close to the ice that it wasn't really like, oh, I'm in the bleachers looking at these at these ants laying on the ice. I'm like, no, I could like see him like right yeah. laying there motionless, and I was like, damn, like he's like full just, size. Yeah, I'm like it's scary. You can um, hear the impact. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the biggest thing. I I just heard like the, I heard everything stop. If that makes sense, like I heard the collision, yeah. and all of a sudden everything kind of went still for a little bit. But anyways, yeah, he he's all he's always uh, battling that stuff. But I mean, hey, he's a, he's a, he's a tough cookie, as we saw. Yeah. He he used the the Tom Wilson hit to fuel him to be to have a breakout season. So. Yeah, he's a trooper for sure, and I think I think we've seen uh, throughout the years, even like this year at times when Oscar Sunquist goes down, like the impact it has on the rest of the team because he kind of is like the engine of that forecheck, you know, and that penalty he's a glue kill, guy. That penalty, yeah, he really is a glue guy, and that penalty kill too. Like that's a big; those are big shoes to fill because he's definitely one of the best, if not the best, like four checkers on the team, you know? So it's going to be, if he does have to miss substantial time, it's going to be interesting to see like how the blues bounce back from it, but hopefully uh, he's okay. And it's a day-to-day injury and he just kind of ices up and it's good to see that he skated off on his own accord on his own power. So that's good to see. Um, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take uh, one more short break, and then we will hop back in with the wrap-up for today's episode. All right, Tommy, it's been a fun one today. Uh, covered all sorts of topics. Where do you want to go to close this one out? We got a few minutes left. Uh. <sighs> Where do I want to go for this? I just want to say it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool to see the National League uh, with a DH this year. That's true. But I am going to miss the pitcher dingers, especially Adam Wainwrights. Well, so, I mean, that's my final take. <laughs> I mean, I I I, I do think um, there are a little pitcher home run derby. That would be look, sick. Look for every time you get excited to watch a pitcher bat. 
there are 99 times where you go, oh, damn, there's just another out in the inning now. You know, yeah. so at the end of the day, I really that's think that's why it makes gonna... it so special when they take somebody yard. Yeah, but like, I know, I know, I, <laughs> I know. Trust me, there is, there, is than than there is nothing better than watching. There's nothing better than watching Bartolo Colon uh, turn oh on a my ball, God, dude, and and, and take and take two and a half minutes to round the bases. That is, he's like forty three years old. Just <laughs> he's a job on somebody that's twenty one. It's like the yeah, yeah. It's like he's like the dude in like the in the the men's softball league that can't really run fast but he just he just hits yard he just goes yard every time because he's huge yeah. <laughs> no but i mean as much as that stuff is exciting i think the opening up the ability to just add another stick to the lineup um and not have to worry about positioning and fielding and stuff like that just allows for a lot more offense and you know then you of course you're gonna have guys like otani who are probably gonna Get get both ends of the spectrum. Probably pitch sometimes, be in the lineup other times, and, yeah, and who knows? Um, D- Dustin is Dustin May. Is he the one? That, is he the pitcher that is a, a two way guy as well? I know there's some like young young guy that's coming up right now that is similar to Otani. So I mean, yeah. who knows? It, it could be exciting. You know, getting getting more hitters opportunities in the lineups. Um, I think at the end and of the day, the Cardinals, the Cardinals just drafted like one of the prospects that they drafted, I think plays shortstop and pitcher. So that's yeah. Dude, dude throws like a like hundred. Yeah. So it's like, a, it's like a new wave almost. I love that. Of, like two way players. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I, I, it makes sense if you think about it, you know, cause I feel like a lot, a lot, a lot of MLB players were pitchers at one point just because, you know, in yeah. baseball, pit, your best players are often your pitchers just because they can throw right. hard and, and they're just often more more developed than other players. You know, I, I mean, so I, I definitely get that. Guys that are just can literally throw 100 and maybe don't have the best fundamentals, but you, know, you can teach that. You can't teach throwing triple digits on the radar gun. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's going to be a fun year for sure. Yeah. Um, can't wait to watch, but uh, I don't know. I think, I think that's all I got. Anything you got? So, yeah, I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, right. uh, it's going to be a good weekend. Lots of sports. Next thing we know, it's going to be, it's going to be hockey season again. I'm excited. Yes. We've, God. we've, you know, t- since today is, is open day for baseball. I, I think I can say this, Tommy, I'm, I'm very proud of the way we got through these last five months with zero professional sports whatsoever. Yeah, and absolutely. Since, agree. And we still recording the ball rolling. Yeah. And still recording like fifty podcast episodes <laughs> with, yeah. with literally no new material no content, to talk about yeah. the entire time. Good job. Good work. Yeah. Give um, ourselves a pat on the back, a little yeah. round of applause. Looking forward to hey, but looking forward to this next chapter when we actually have have uh, yeah. live sports. It's gonna be great. Yeah. It's gonna All be right. the, uh, it's gonna be I don't know. I, I feel like it's gonna be not taken for granted. No, gonna, like not, not that all. it was before, anyways. But like, just like embracing the fact that we get to talk about sports because we know what it's like when we don't. Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Blues, part of Locked On Live Network. You can follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Blues. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Twelter Fifteen. You can follow Josh on Twitter and Instagram at Josh Hyman. 
NHL, but on Instagram, I think he's just Josh Heinemann. Yeah, right? no NHL. No, no I'm not yeah, sponsored. No I'm not sponsored on Instagram. Not as professional. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you guys check out uh, Locked on NHL. They have a great show over there. Um, get some sleep, get some rest, get some food in you. And as always, let's go Blues. Let's go Blues, baby. <laughs>